Good evening. Welcome to the College Football Experience. My name is Will. This is Gus. As you can see, we're doing it a little differently tonight. We are together in the same room. Uh, we wanted to come together and give you guys our college football playoff predictions, conference champs, and Heisman Trophy winners. But before we get to that, do we want to talk about any college football news here recently? We've got week zero this Saturday. Yeah, so we so we have week we have week zero coming up. Navy plays Notre Dame at two thirty uh, Eastern time on Saturday. That'll probably be a pretty ugly game. Um, we get our first look at Sam Hartman in a Notre Dame uniform. That'll be interesting. Then we get Vandy at um, hosting Hawaii. Um, spread on that's about 17 towards Vanderbilt. And then there are a couple games that I'm interested in, like Ohio going out to San Diego State. That's a really close line. Um, Ohio is really going to make some noise in the MAC this year, I think. So th those are just a few games to keep your eye on. Well, you you talked about lines. So what are like one of the um, what are the one of the lines that you like this weekend that maybe you would bet on if it was legal in Georgia? Um, probably the game that I just ended up talking about the Ohio Bobcats at San Diego State. It's it's anywhere you can get it. Let's like plus three, plus two towards. Ohio so you just might as well take them on the money line if you're going to take them because that, that that's a smarter bet when you look at the actual odds for it so I think that's the game that I'd be hitting on would be Ohio Ohio the money line and then you might as well throw some on the spread too yeah I think for me um, I would look at that Vanderbilt game I would probably throw money on it I think they're going to cover and pretty they're going to probably pretty much beat Hawaii pretty bad uh, I kind of hate that for Hawaii, uh, you know, what's going on over there, but it is what it is. You got to come and play some ball in the SEC. Um, with that being said, uh, we're getting really close. We are a week from week one kicking off with the University of Florida and Utah oh, and Minnesota and Nebraska. Um, pretty big week one. We're going to have a pretty cool show for you next week uh, discussing week one but to get started with our show tonight let's go over some of our um conference champions and let's start with uh let's start with the acc man who are you uh looking at maybe who's going to be in the championship game and then who who's your winner i think this is going to be pretty generic across the board with everyone picking from the acc i th i think everyone's picks are going to be florida state and clemson I mean, those are your two teams with the two best rosters. They probably have the two best head coaches in the conference. They're the two favorites. They're the co-favorites, really. Um, so I have them meeting up in Charlotte, having a rematch. I think if any other teams are going to make it, you would have to look at Miami and you'd have to look at North Carolina. But I don't think this is going to be Miami's year yet. I think they still have some work to do, but I think they could, but I just don't think they will. And I think the UNC defense is going to let them down down again. And I don't think just having Drake May will be enough to get them there. So I'm picking Florida State just because they're so experienced and they've hit the portal so hard. I mean, you have Jordan Travis coming back, their defensive line, they're bringing Jared Verse back. He 
could have gone top 10 in the draft last year, but he decided to come back. Uh, Johnny Wilson at receiver, Trey Benson at running back, Keon Coleman at running back. Uh, they got Jaheim Bell from the portal from um, South Carolina. So, I mean, they, they just hit the portal really hard, and I think they're going to meet Clemson. I th- I don't want to say who's – well, I have to say who's going to win. I'll probably say Clemson's going to win just because until Florida State shows me that they're here to play and they can beat the top dogs under head coach Mike Norvell, then I'm then I'm going to go with Clemson. They're the more seasoned program. So I'm picking the Clemson Tigers who play in the not the real Death Valley to win the ACC. Yeah, you were pretty spot on with the ACC. It's 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 really top heavy this year with really two teams, and maybe North Carolina is kind of that third team, but they're really nowhere close to the other teams. And really, it's because of the defensive side of the ball. And you kind of mentioned that uh, Clemson's defense is really good. Florida State brings so much experience back. Jordan Travis coming back, Heisman Trophy contender. I feel like he's been there for ten years now. Um, they're really experienced. They're explosive. They they hit the portal real hard. I think Clemson's going to win the first matchup in Death Valley. Um, just Florida State just doesn't play well on the road against well quality opponents, ranked teams. Uh, but I think Florida State gets revenge in the ACC championship game, beats Clemson, and knocks the ACC out of playoff contention. Out of the playoff, totally. Yeah, totally. So so this will be a cool kind of experiment that'll play out through throughout the season you have florida state who has this identity of being a portal heavy team and then you have clemson who i think they've taken two dudes in the portal ever yeah so like they they really love building their guys getting them out of high school then being a a massive culture fit so this will be kind of an identity war of Hey, like we're gonna build this team quick, and we're gonna bring these guys in versus a slow build that you have to maintain. So I think that'll be interesting. And yep, so you have Florida State, I got Clemson winning the ACC. Yeah, we'll see how it. Um, we'll see how it goes. You know, Florida State opens up with a tough opponent here week one, so we'll see exactly who they are early on. So uh, moving on, man, let's go to the Big Twelve. All right, kind of a conference has always been wide open. Uh, we kind of mentioned this when we did the win totals. First year, Texas is the favorite coming in in like a long time. Yeah, like since 2009. And they actually won it that year and went to the national championship. So who are you looking at to the Big 12? Who can make it to the championship game and ultimately maybe win it and possibly go to the playoffs? So – this was a really fun conference to watch last year. This is going to be a really fun conference to watch this year. I mean, you have Texas, you have Oklahoma, you got people sleeping on Texas Tech, you have Kansas State that won the conference last year. You have TCU that didn't win the conference but still went to the national championship game last year. You have Oklahoma State that people are sleeping on. You have some of the newcomers like UCF, Cincinnati, BYU, Houston. I mean, it's just a wide-open conference, and and I'm even leaving off teams like – you have teams like Baylor that I'm leaving off, but I think to make the game, I'm I'm picking Texas, and I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm picking Texas Tech. So they play in the last week of the regular season, and I'm gonna say they play again the following week. That'll gross a lot of people out, but 
Texas Tech's kind of everyone's sleeper team. I didn't pick them as my sleeper team um, a couple of weeks ago. I did pick Kansas State as my sleeper team. But I've been getting high on all the Texas Tech hype lately. So I'm picking Texas versus Texas Tech in the conference championship game. And I'm picking Texas to win it. And you might see them talked about later in the show. Yeah, I'm on the Texas uh, bandwagon as well. I have been since we started this in January. Um, really love Sark, love Quinn Ewers. Um, I think Texas is ultimately going to win the Big 12 this year. I think they're going to get over that hump, but I think they're going to have to play Kansas State um, in the Big 12 championship game. I think it'll be a tough matchup. Kind of something Kansas State does is they're really physical. So I think that's going to be a challenge for Texas, but I think they're going to figure it out. And here's the deal for me for Texas. Um, obviously, just compete with Alabama. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. Compete with them and just stay healthy. If you can stay healthy, you can make it to the Big 12 championship game and have a shot at the playoffs. But and, – And something that I love about Texas is their wide receiver room, like we've hit on time and time again, it's so talented. But most people are talking about – the wide receiver room. Most people are talking about Quinn Ewers this offseason. They're not really talking about the front seven depth that they've recruited and developed on on the defensive side of the ball. And they have a nasty offensive line. And then all the reports coming out of fall camp is about their running back rooms kind of coming into shape that that us uh, the freshman Cedric Baxter is kind of putting on a show and that he's that he's looking like the real deal. So I'm really looking at Texas to be a super physical team, kind of like you were saying that Kansas State's a super physical team. I'm really looking at can at um, really looking at Texas to develop that identity this year, and not only be able to be really flashy like the Sarkeesian offenses are on the perimeter, but really be able to get gritty when they need to get gritty and to not get pushed around and really own the Big Twelve. Yeah, a stat we need to just keep an eye on uh, before we move on to the next conference is Sark's had a 1,000-yard rusher every year he's been a head coach. Um, something to see if he can reach that mark this year with uh, with a young backfield or not. Um, don't know if one of them can do it, but they will probably do it by, you know, committee. But with that being said, man, uh, we both have Texas, and we're going to go out to the wild, wild west. It is wide open this year with the with the offenses. Yeah, this is the last year of the Pac-12 pretty much. Um, everybody's kind of expanding to their own different conferences. It's crazy what college football is getting to now, but we'll get into that another day. Uh, but anyways, the Pac-12 wide open, a ton of offenses, uh, probably the best quarterback conference in the country right now, a ton of guys. Um, up for the Heisman Trophy, returning Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Caleb Williams at USC. Who are you looking at maybe in the Pac-12 that can – maybe we'll have a new champion, or will Utah three-peat? I think we're definitely going to have a brand-new champion in the Pac-12. So, I mean, there's six teams with win totals over eight and a half. There's USC, Washington, Oregon, Oregon State, Utah, and UCLA. I'm going Oregon, USC for the Pac-12 championship game. And like you were saying, this is, a, this is a conference with lots of offensive production, lots of quarterbacks. So what's, what sets Oregon apart is their defense. They have a defensive-minded head coach. 
they have the best defensive front seven in the conference this year, I believe. We'll, of course, have to see that all play out on the field. But because the Ducks have a solid offense, and I think they're going to have the best defense in the conference, we've seen Utah the past two years. They've had the best defense in the conference. They've been able to step up when it matters and win the Pac-12 the past two years. So I'm going with the Oregon Ducks to beat USC in the last Pac-12 championship game as we know it. Yeah, that's kind of sad to say, man, that this might be the last year of the Pac- – this is the last year of the Pac-12 championship. Um, you know, this conference is going to be fun. It's underrated if you – you know, you live over here in the southeast like we do. It doesn't get a lot of respect out here. Um, I think ESPN really is trying to get uh, the east the East Coast to watch it more because they are putting them in those 330 slots – the 7.30 slots, trying to keep us from not having to stay up all night to watch the big games over there. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, um, I think Utah's going to be competitive in it. Just Cam Rising, just coming back, I, it's going to be a while before he gets healthy. And their stretch in the second half of the season is ridiculous. I mean, they go through a stretch of like USC, Oregon, UCLA, Washington. I mean, they play all the tough people late, and I just think they're going to lose one too many games to make it back for, to a three-peat. But I think it's going to be USC and Oregon, like you said. Um, I think Bo Nix is going to be the difference and the defense. If you can play defense in this conference, you can win You can win some games um, because everybody knows how to play offense out there. It's very relevant. It's very evident. Um, and USC, we just are not sure about them uh defensively i mean they i know they had a lot of guys out but the two lane game the utah game and the and i know caleb williams was banged up but man they just they can't stop a rec league team it seems like um so until they can prove to me that they can play consistent defense i'm just not going to believe they can win the big game and i mean that they were able to get a couple guys in the portal but they still have defensive coordinator um alex grinch that lincoln rally brought from um oklahoma but like you said, I think that I think that Bo Nix is going to be the difference. I think he's seasoned. I think he's played a lot of ball. And I think that they're just going to be able to get it done this year. So, yeah. So, we both got Oregon winning the Pac-12. What conference do you want to go to next? We, 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 only have the two, we only have the two big boys left. All right. So, let me hit you with a little off top of your head knowledge right here before we get to the Big Ten. G5, who do you think can be the best G5 school this year that can maybe make it to a New York Six? I know I'm putting you on spot right here, but who do you think can make that jump and maybe play one of the big boys like Tulane did last year and ultimately win that bowl game? I mean, you have to look at the Tulane green wave again. I mean, because they were able to bring Pratt back. They were able to keep – teams off of him in the portal they were able to keep their head coach fritz um from going to georgia tech so i think they would probably be the top team then you have to look at smu too um because they still have coach rhett lashley there but smu plays some bigger p5 teams in the out of conference so that might hurt them um to tulane does get old miss back um, they get them at home, so th- so that's a pretty big deal. Oh, why is team starting up? Get this crap out of here. So yeah, so two so two two lane does get old Miss at home, 
pretty early in the season, so that'll be a really big game. But I'm going with the two-lane green wave, riding that momentum wave that they created at the end of last season, beating a disgruntled USC team in the Cotton Bowl. I think they could go back-to-back new New Year's Six games. So that that's who I'm going with. Tulane is a very good answer. That would also probably be mine as well. A team to watch out for that I'm on. Just put you on the radar for South Alabama, the Jaguars. They were a really good team last year. They um, took UCLA to the wire early in the season. They're a very good team. Uh, are they still in the CUSA or did they move to or are they somewhere else? I'm not 100% sure. I know they were CUSA last time I looked at it. Um, but. So much yeah, there's so much change in I mean, week by week, there's so much change. I mean, the ACC is getting ready to add teams here soon. Some of the Cal, Stanford, and uh, and SMU. So, I mean, conferences are changing by the day. Um, it, it's kind of sad to see. But anyways. The two big boys. Who, okay, well, who um, that is coming to a new conference next year before we get to another conference who who are you most excited to see in their new conference it's got to be texas i'm i'm super i wouldn't say i'm excited that they're coming to the sec just because of everything else that that move has caused but i'm just excited to see them play texas a&m again just because we get that rivalry hasn't been played in 12 seasons i really hope we get the chance to go to that game because that's going to be a once in a lifetime uh, event 12 years of angst 12 years of hatred built up boiling up under the surface as as texas is kind of falling off texas a&m has kind of come up to the forefront so those are the two biggest teams in that state and to see that game played and for it to be a conference game probably at the end of the season that that's going to rival the iron bowl i think for the best rivalry in the sec so Probably Texas. And then I would say second, mm, probably Oklahoma, just because I hate all the moves of those Pac-12 teams go into the Big Ten. So so probably Oklahoma, too, because they're just such a winning program. They have so much history. They've been the better program between them and Texas in the past 15 years. So I would say Texas and Oklahoma for the teams I'm most excited about to see change in conferences in um 2024 well that being said you know there's one conference that uh really added some teams um the that would be the big 10 and this year the big 10 uh is really top heavy with three teams that are favorites uh out of the east ohio state michigan and um, penn state the west is kind of a little weaker um with like iowa wisconsin and minnesota so, who do you think's going to be out on top playing in Indy in December and then ultimately playing in the playoffs? So, like you said, there's the three big boys in the East, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Oh, man, that's, that's going to be a great round robin of a bunch of games to see. From the East, I'm going with the back-to-back champs team that has – has the most experience on the roster they have one of the they have probably the best roster just depth wise experience wise in the big 10 
I'm going the Michigan Wolverines are going to come out of the East. Um, I would really like Penn State to come out of the East, but I just think Michigan will get that tiebreaker. They both could be 12 and 0, 11 and 1 each, but I think Michigan's going to Indy from the East. And really looking at the West, there's three teams that I have my eye on. There's Wisconsin, first year head coach Luke Fickle there. Um, there's Iowa, who's always been very, very good. They were able to bring some offensive transfers in. They have to get better on offense to be able to compete with Wisconsin this year. And then I'm looking at Illinois. I would look at them to kind of make a little run um, to Indy, but I'm going with I'm going Wisconsin too. So I'm so I'm saying Michigan versus Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game. I'm saying Michigan three peats, and they'll be number two team heading into the college football playoff. Kind of giving y'all a little sneak peek there, but yep. I think it'll be Michigan versus Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, the East, the Big Ten East is really fun. It's it's really stacked. It's You can compare it to one of the best divisions in football right now. I mean, if you wanted to, uh, just three teams who are contenders, and you could pick any three teams, and everybody would be like, oh, yeah, I could see that. Um, I think those games are going to be so much fun. We almost went to one of the games. Uh, Seat Geek, you suck. Um but I, I know I've been high on Penn State. I know you guys probably, if you watched an episode or two, um, I love Penn State. Um, but I'm going to go Michigan as the coming out of the East just because of the experience. J.J. McCarthy, they're just not going to have to really play anybody till they get to uh, Penn State. So they're going to be ready to go for that game. Um, I think they'll split. They'll all be eleven and one. Ohio State might, maybe will be ten and two. Uh, I mean, that will be really shocking to me. But um, I think Michigan comes out of the East, and then Iowa's gonna come out of the West. And and it's it's just because of the offense they got in the offseason. I think um, I think they're gonna be better. They put really good emphasis on it this offseason, and they're tired of hearing about how terrible they were last year but they got former michigan quarterback cade mcnamara you said it right this time there we go yeah. pronounce it right yeah i'm a big fan of him i was a big fan of him at michigan um thought he, he was gonna make michigan successful when he was there and he did so led him to the playoffs so again i think this will be michigan versus iowa and i think uh, michigan's gonna come out on top and ultimately go to the playoffs so with that being said we just talked about probably the best second best conference in the country now we're going to the best conference in the country. Yeah, the SEC. Um, so probably we probably had the best team in the country in the SEC, that being Georgia. Um, maybe Tennessee can compete with them. That would be nice to see that. Uh, nobody really else after that. I mean, South Carolina's a pretty decent team. Uh, nobody, Kentucky is going to be a little better than people – or people are really high on them, actually. Uh, Florida people have no idea. Um, I've heard from three and nine to eight and four. So nobody really knows. And Vanderbilt's going to be pretty decent. You just don't need to sleep on them. Um, they will challenge you. Um, out West, you have Alabama. We don't know who their quarterback's going to be yet. I mean, we, yeah, we, we have no idea. Um, and then you got LSU, a lot of people's favorite to win the West this year. They brought back a ton of production. Uh, Jaden Daniels is one of the very few quarterbacks returning in the SEC this year. 
Um, he has one of the best wide receiver cores, probably maybe in the country. Probably well, not the best, but top five probably. Um, defense is always going to be really good. See, uh, they have a suspension here the first game of the season. See how that affects them. But then you got Auburn, new head coach, Hugh Freeze, bringing in some really a spark. Bring in which Auburn fans have never, never like not cared about it, but they're like super excited again to come watch their team play, and the, they're so optimistic about their future there. Um, then you got Mississippi State returning Will Rogers. He's a leading passer in SEC history. Uh, going to be a different little style of ball this year, not really the air raid, more of a pro style. Um, you got Ole Miss. They got like eight quarterbacks on uh, on the roster. So, so we have no idea who their quarterback's going to be. We, we think we know, but we're not sure. Um, and then am I missing anybody? I'm missing one, right? We Texas A&M. Yeah. Dark horse, dark horse in the SEC West is Texas A&M. Uh, I think they kind of kicked their turd heads out. Um, realized they made a mistake in that recruiting class last year and got those guys out of there. Uh, they're going to have the best front seven, second best front seven in the SEC behind Georgia. <laughs> don't, don't let me say they got the best one, but they got the second best front seven in the SEC. They're going to be really good. Arkansas returning, KJ Jefferson, they're going to be really talented. Uh, tell me what you think about the SEC. Who you got playing in Atlanta in December? So I think coming out of the East, it would be stupid to pick anyone but the Georgia Bulldogs. So, of course, coming out of the East, I do have them. The fight for second in the East, though, will be super interesting. Kind of like you were saying, I think it'll be a fight between Kentucky and Tennessee probably. Um, but I would say that Tennessee slots in second in to the East. And then and then after that, there's no clue what's going to happen in the East. Um, and then – so I got Georgia coming out of the East. And out of the West, man, like you were saying, there's – there's Alabama, there's LSU, and there's Texas A&M. Those are really my only three that I would consider seriously picking to come out of the West. But I would be stupid to bet against Saban and this Alabama team. But especially with all the stuff you've heard this offseason, they're going to try to get back to that bully ball. They're going to try to get back to that murder ball where they're going to run it down your throats. You know they're running it down your throats. And there's nothing you can do about it. They have the offensive line to do it. They have a pretty good stable of running backs to be able to do it. So I'm picking Alabama to come out of the West. That's super cliche to say Georgia and to say Alabama. But those are the two best rosters in all of college football. So I'm saying Alabama Georgia coming out of both divisions. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm saying Georgia wins the SEC again. I hate it. I hate it so much, but I'm saying Georgia doesn't – they do not go unscathed, but they do come out of the SEC. Yeah, so the SEC is going to be fun this year. Um, I also think it's going to be Georgia in the East. I think Tennessee is probably going to be the second-best team in the East as well. Just really the talented, the quarterback kind of separates them from everybody else. Um, only thing about Georgia, man, they their running back situation is going to be interesting. Yeah, they're running a little low on depth right there. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And when they get late in the year, what are they going to do? Because that's when you really need your depth is late in the year. Um, but the West is wide open, like you mentioned. It's a team, three teams that are really, I think, only have a shot. Alabama, LSU, and uh, A&M. 
Uh, I'm going Alabama as well, and it's really just because all their big games are at home but the A&M game. Um, and I think that's going to benefit them a lot. So they get the rematch with LSU and Tennessee that they lost to last year at home. I think that's a huge help for them. Um, I don't know what people are getting that Bama's done, this dynasty's done when they brought in the best recruiting class, like the third best recruiting class ever in this past. Um, I also agree with you about they're going to change the offense up, but I think it's going to be more of a shotgun type deal. I think it's going to be uh, Milrow. He's going to be the quarterback, and that quarterback run is going to really help them um, a ton. With that being said, I have Georgia beating Alabama in the SEC championship game. I think Carson Beck's going to play really well, um, and I think Georgia's defense is going to um, kind of maybe shut Alabama down a little bit and prove that they are the top team in the SEC and that it's their dynasty now and Alabama – it is no longer your conference is ours. So we so we do have a fan interaction in the chat with Joey Garrison. Going back to the East, South Carolina is one that intrigued me in the East. He is a big Clemson fan, so of course South Carolina is going to interest him. I think South Carolina could overachieve again this year. Their win total is – Six and a half. I did pick them to go under just because of the schedule, but they could very easily overachieve this year. So they are a very intriguing team to watch, man. So we can kind of get in to our playoff predictions now. And they're kind of based off who we think is going to win all of these conferences, but some of these conferences could kind of cannibalize themselves. I, I, I know a bunch of people are high on the ACC kind of cannibalizing themselves. I think people are high on the Big 12 doing the same thing. People are high on the Pac-12 doing the same thing. So who are your four playoff teams in this last year of the four-team playoff? Yeah, obviously my first seed's going to be Georgia. I think they're going to be the best team in the country. That one's an easy one. Second is going to be Michigan. Uh, they will probably be the top two seed the whole year. Um, don't see them going further than two unless something crazy happens. They just have a terrible game. Um, and then next, I'm going to have Texas. Texas is going to be the third seed. They they probably won't be undefeated, but maybe with one loss. But I think they're going to be the third seed. Quinn Ewers uh, is going to have a really good year as long as he stays healthy. I think they're going to be fine. And plus, their quarterback depth is way better this year. So even if he does maybe get a little banged up, I think they'll be fine. Uh, and then my fourth seed is going to be Penn State. I think. I think they're going to um, get a bye week. Uh, they're going to have one loss. I think the Pac-12 and ACC will eliminate themselves. And um, I think ultimately Penn State's going to be the fourth best team, and they're going to get in and ultimately play Georgia. Those are going to be some good, good games if they do hold Georgia versus Penn State, Texas versus Michigan. I think Texas and Michigan play in 2024, too, in I think they play in a, a non-conference game up in Ann Arbor. So, of course, me with my one seed, I'm going the George Bulldogs. Um, I'll, I'll go with them as my number one seed. Again, same with you. We're in a lockstep here. I'm going Michigan as my two seed. And then I'll go the Oregon Ducks as my three seed. I think – I think Oregon's going undefeated. I'm calling it. I think Georgia 
Even though I picked them to go under, I think they could easily go undefeated. I think Michigan could go undefeated. I think Oregon's going undefeated. Then I got Texas getting into the playoffs, 12-1, and one, one loss to, Ala, to um, Alabama. So I got those are my four playoff teams. And then to wrap the show up, Heisman picks, Bo Nix is winning the Heisman. I'm anchoring Bo Nix to New York City in the month of December. He's winning the Heisman. He will have a great redemption story of people thinking he's trash at Auburn, people thinking he sucks at Auburn. No, it was the offensive line. It was the scheme he was in. It was the coaches that he was under, and he is going to go out west. He's going to prove himself. He is going to prove that Oregon is here, that they're ready to compete when they do go to the Big Ten, and he's going to win the Heisman. That's a good pick. Um, I'm one of those that used to pick on Bo Nix a lot just because it would uh, bother Auburn fans a lot. Um, I think he's a great player. He's done really well, and I think he's in a better scheme for him, for his skill set. And I could definitely see him in New York at the end of the year. Um, I'm going with Quinn Ewers. That's a great pick. Yeah, I think he's he's going to get it done this year. I think he's going to throw for a billion yards. Uh, and have about 100 touchdowns. Um, maybe he can get some rushing touchdowns as well. That kind of help boost those stats up a little bit. Um, maybe he can have a Heisman moment early in, at Alabama. Um, just don't, I don't see that, but maybe he can. Maybe he can play really well and they still maybe lose. Yeah. And that, but that can still kind of help him out a little bit how well he plays that day. Um, but that being said, man, we're, uh, we're getting close. We're less than a week and a half away. Yeah, week zeros this weekend. Hope you guys enjoy those games. Um, we have week one starting a week from today. Florida and Utah are going to kick it off for us on ESPN. Uh, please tune in next week. We have a fun episode. We're going to go over our pick-ems. This is fantasy game we play with a bunch of friends. We think you guys would be interested in it too. So we're going to explain to you guys the rules and everything that we do. And then we have 10 games we're going to break down for you that are going to happen in week one. So look out for that episode Tuesday night. And before we go, please follow us on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, um, follow us on TikTok. Um, With that being said, man, you guys have a good night. Do you have any closing statements, Gus, that you'd like to tell everybody? Ward Am Eagle. You heard it there. War Eagle from Gus. It's a Go Gators from me. See you guys next week. Thank you for joining us.